Oh my goodness. Hello lovers and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood and I'm so excited that you're here. I, uh, you're on, if you're on audio only, you don't know this, but if you're on video, you know I am a few minutes late today and uh, it's because I had an abortion before I got here. Look, I didn't need it. Don't get weird. I'm just exercising that right before it's taken away. Ah, let's get wood, shall we? I am so excited that I'm here today. Uh, every Tuesday, I'm really excited. Well, I'm lying. I hate lying to you. How could we start off our relationship like this? Honestly, it's very hard to motivate yourself and look through your stories from your week and say to yourself, just would get your ass up, get in the shower, wash your damn hair and get to your people and go tell your stories because this, my friends, is the only real consistency that I have in my life right now. So I hope that I'm here for you as well consistently. How do you do? Very good. Okay. Well, we shall start, shall we? Shall we start? I find that the uh, after New Year's, like the week after New Year's, is a little slow, and it until about I don't know. I mean, I love MLK Day. I find that that is probably one of our most important. I mean, next to Halloween, <laughs> one of our most important holidays to honor the doctor. Even though, yeah, we know we need more work. We need more work here. Okay, my hair's getting a little long, and I'm feeling a little bit sheepdogish. But you know what? Frick it. <laughs> I can still see you. My beautiful reflection in this. It's so hard to look at yourself and listen to yourself. This is another reason why I continue to show up. I continue to do this. Because why? Because it's hard. And you know I love hard things. <laughs> I actually was out last night, did a show at a delicious speakeasy downtown Albuquerque called Founders. It's underneath a <laughs> it's underneath a liquor store, which I got to say, what a fantastic place for a speakeasy to be underneath a liquor store. Um but I will say a big butt here. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Uh, it, when I started to walk down to said speakeasy last night, when they opened the freezer door of, it looks like that's where you're going into the walk-in freezer, but no, folks, there's a teeny tiny little stairwell. Take you downstairs. And it is single file only. That's how small it is. And then you get downstairs and I looked around and I was like, oh, this was the walk-in. This was the walk-in and they just put a few stools in and put up a bar and we're like, hey, now we're a fancy speakeasy. And you needed a password to get into the speakeasy last night in order to do my comedy. I couldn't just show up and be like, hey guys, I'm a comic, I'm going to the show. They were like, no, what's the password? And I'm like, swordfish? No. Uh, applesauce? No. Guess what the fucking thing went? Spirit bomb. Spirit bomb. I know you heard me, but I'm going to say it again. Spirit bomb? What the fuck is that? Is that like a, uh, is that like spirit glue? Or is it like a bomb for your spirit? Like, oh, I'm feeling kind of 
down and weird during this full moon. Well, let me just rub a little of this spirit balm on you. It'll cha- it'll channel your whole situation into betterness. Spirit balm. And you know what it reminded me of? Soy balm. Anybody old enough to remember that fucking weirdo? And guess what? I knew that fucking weirdo who was on, I believe it was the Grammys, which are coming up. Come on, kids. Uh, the Grammys, Bob Dylan was singing a song. I have no idea what song it fucking was. But there was this cat in the background, a man, not a cat, but a man, a full-grown man in the background. And he had written soy bomb on his chest and stomach so that when he was dancing in the background for Bob Dylan, he took his shirt off and he was the soy bomb guy. Now, how did I know this fool? Because he was a performer in the Lower East Side when I was also a performer in the Lower East Side. And what was happening down in the Lower East Side? A bunch of crazy performance. So Mr. Soybomb, hello, gorgeous E. Uh, Mr. Soybomb was dancing with his little Soybomb chest. You remember, right? Hell yeah. See, people remember the Soybomb guy because he was so... It was so insane that all of a sudden during a Bob Dylan set, especially because Bob Dylan, pretty serious, right? A lot of things wrong with the nation today, you know, and then there was Soy Bomb behind him. So Soy Bomb, I knew from the Lower East Side, a place called Surf Reality, and that was a performance space in the LES that people would come and do whatever the fuck they wanted. Do you understand me? This was the 90s, kids. It was the 90s. It was it was the Lower East Side in New York City. There were no rules. There was no cancel culture yet. There was nothing. Anything goes. You know what I'm saying? There was no hate. I didn't see any hate being performed. But my goodness, did I see some major genitalia. I will. I will tell you that like my friend Deb Shea says, genitalia, a beautiful word if we didn't know what it was. Perhaps you'd like to name your daughter that. It's time for dinner, genitalia. I love me some Deb Shea. Go follow her. She's badass. So I, uh, so I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm so insane. Okay. So Soy Bomb, I know because he was the ukulele player for his girlfriend when she removed an onion from her vaginal areas. Yes, from her hoo-ha, from her poussoir, from her vag, from her eye of the dragon, from her Alanis Morissette. She pulled a big bulbous motherfucking onion, not a chive, a bulbous white onion. And it was wintertime, New York City, all the windows were closed, the heat was on, and here was a woman crouching down to the tune of her boyfriend, Mr. Soybomb, on the ukulele singing, she's walking squattingly, she's walking squattingly. And then what did we see with our big, gorgeous, bugged out eyes? We saw this young girl, and she had to have been at least four foot two at the most, uh, 98 pounds soaking wet, pulling this bulbous onion from her poussoir. And it was just unbelievable. Now, at first, she took her underpants off, and we saw a little green stem just poking out the badge. And it was like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. And then she grabbed a hold of it, and she squatted, and she squatted, and her man, Mr. Soybomb, on the ukulele was like, I mean, a real heavy-duty 
uh, solo for the bowl. Bow! And that onion came out, and it it there was a stench in the room I will never forget. That's right. Soy bomb. Hey. Uh, so, <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed that little delightfulness. Now, why the hell? Oh, because he was Lower East Side. We were last night in this speakeasy. I myself opened, this is a little humble brag. I helped open a speakeasy in New York City in, uh, on, uh, in, uh, on, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, See, sometimes if you really listen hard, you can hear a girl who's smoked a lot of PCP and huffed a lot of paint. Once in a while, the brain goes, what? And then I go, hang on now. Uh, Oops, I'm getting a work text. Oh, a bitch works as a creative. It's true. I'm an actress. I'm I'm a performer. I'm a comic. I'm a writer. I'm a fucking triple threat bitch. Anyway, speakeasy. I helped open a speakeasy in the Lower East Side, well, in the East Village on St. Mark's Place inside of a place called Criff Dogs, where I used to work. Hot dog place, coolest place ever. But we opened this uh, (laughs) speakeasy next door, and I got to tell you, I hated everybody who went to that fucking speakeasy. First of all, $15 cocktails, really? Because we were selling PBRs for two bucks on the other side of the wall. And you had to enter through this really, it was so, it was so just fun and quaint and sexy. A phone booth from the early uh, 19th century, (laughs) I want to say from the 30s or 40s, an all wooden, wooden phone booth that you had to go in you pick up the phone and then the girl with the clipboard would come and see if you had a reservation and if you could because you couldn't even come in she opened the door like it was a fucking prohibition goddamn booze is illegal again open the door a crack put her fucking face in there hi do you have a reservation with us tonight bitch what so actually a lot of people did used to get uh upset at the you know not having a reservation and just want to go in and have a cocktail and they were like i'm sorry i have to have a reservation with us and they were like fuck you and one time oh one time this french guy he was like fungu or that's i guess that's italian but you know fuck you and he spit at our door girl well uh our boss was in the back happened to be in the back and he was a big old boss and she goes have, I have hey he just spit at me this guy so my boss went out to the other side to the crypt dog side pulled this man by his scruff and just started beating him on one of the tables that a couple of girls were sitting and having you know they were having tater tots and milkshakes and all of a sudden there was a french guy getting busted in the face and they were like ah and then um we watched that video over and over and over again because, of course, we had security cameras in case anything ever happened. Well, what had happened was our boss went crazy on a French man and we had tape. So it was like a good time in the office. Take a couple bong hits, watch our boss beat up a Frenchman. <laughs> oh, sacre bleu. And then he uh, and then the French guy, he was all beat up and fucked up. And then he went outside and we used to have our because uh, in New York City, you have to take the trash out, and put it on the curb. 
curb. So he went out and grabbed a big thing of trash and like tried to throw it into the into the crypt dogs. We were like, get the fuck out of it. Get the fuck out of here. Bing bong, fuck your life. And that was way before bing bong, fuck your life. That was like we hired, my boss would hire a, uh, a guy, a drunk. We knew him. He was very drunk all the time and dress him in a Santa suit and had a, a small, a, a little person because he called it a midget back then. Uh, it, them, they, them, they, a uh, small person to be the elf. And what did they do? They stood outside of Crypt Dogs and they insulted everyone who walked by. I mean, they just bagged on every single goddamn person that walked by. And it's a big fat drunk Santa and then a big old, and then a small, a small angry <laughs> elf. Woo, it was a good time over at that job, I'll tell you what. But I hated that fucking speakeasy. And last night, somebody ordered, when I was on stage, somebody ordered a drink that had a, a fire attached to it. It, like a cinnamon stick on fire. You know, these fucking speakeasies. Okay, it's $14 because we sprayed it with absinthe and we put a cinnamon stick in there. So you might die, but enjoy your enjoy your cocktail. So this guy's got a fire. There's a fire on his drink and he's bringing it over. The, the cocktail waitress is bringing it over. There's a low sing. We're downstairs below the earth's force and there's fire coming towards me and I and I said oh my god is that thing on fire because if there's a fire here we're all gonna die and then everyone laughed and I said well you know what if the last thing that we do is all laugh together fuck it let's all go I'll go down with you I'll go down on you perhaps if it's really an emergency. You know what I mean? If there's an emergency situation and there's like, we're going to die, what would you do if you had, if you knew that this fire was going to consume all of you fucking cocktail drinking fools, what would you do? What would be your last beat of the day? What would it be? What would it be? I want to know. Write to me. Jess is ratchet at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you could just put it right here in the comments because I don't really check that email. As a lot of you will attest to, a bitch doesn't check. Hey, what's with the what's with the crazy lights? I don't know. I have ghosts in my house. You know how I know that women are still oppressed? You know how I know this? I mean, a lot of us know because well, <laughs> We're not featured in a lot of shit like we should be uh, or given credit. You know, we're shut the fuck up. I will tell you from being a person called Jess for my stage name and my, you know, this Jess Wood. And you know why people like it that I have Jess? Because a lot of people don't know that I'm a girl coming up. A lady. I know I'm a lady now. Shut up. I get introduced to go up on stage and the MC goes, and ne- your next performer, put it together for Jess Wood. And everyone's like, all right, I could get down with Jess. He's probably a cool guy. And then I appear and everyone's like, record scratch, record scratch. The fuck is this tits? And uh, so there's always a little shift in the energy, I will say. I will say. We think we're so progressive here because kids are calling themselves they now. But we're still not over shame and sex. What the fuck? Did I tell you that you're you're listening and watching Get Wood, the first and only sex-positive storytelling show by a comedian lady and ex-sex worker? That's right. So I know my shit. Don't you fuck with me. I know my shit. And I know enough to say that women are still oppressed in this day and age because why? Because I bought a one piece 
beautiful. I want to say like a leotard kind of looking thing. It's just a one piece thing. It had metal snaps in the pussy area. Metal, metal snaps in the pussy area. Ha! Please, please stop this. Who's making, who is, not a woman. There's not a woman that's designing these things. If a woman would design the crotch in the, in the onesies, well, I would put a, like a Velcro perhaps, or, uh, you know, maybe just don't have that at all. Maybe just make it big enough that we could put it on like a goddamn bathing suit and it would be fine. You don't have metal snap in your crotch or your bathing suits. So why the fuck are you putting it into these things? It's 2022. Let's stop torturing the vagines, shall we? That's a hot snapper. Thanks, Teal. Yeah, that's a hot, hot snapper. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I can't believe that we still have metal zippers, even. Boys, getting their franks and beans shoved into a metal set. That ain't, that is not comfortable. That is not cool. That is just awful. Imagine if you had hair. Exactly, Ms. B. Imagine. Now, I do have some hair because I'm a grown. (laughs) And also, I think when one is living in a state where the biggest crimes are homicide and sex trafficking, maybe you don't want to have no hair on your poussoir. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you just want to keep it grown up looking. Like my Russian waxer used to say, no, Jesse, I leave a little bit of hair on the top of your vagina, like grown up. I am grown up. And she did. And she, and from now on, and you know what? I have an ingrown hair. I'm not even going to, I, an ingrown hair in your pusswa hair? Oh God. Oh God. Cause you know what that means? You got to bring a tweezer down there. Have you ever tweezed a cunt hair? Ha! One very sad Native American on a mountain looking at trash tear just falls. Just slowly falls. <laughs> oh my God. It hurts so badly. So stop with the metal crotch snaps people. And you know what else? Uh, I was told after a show the other night that I that a woman came up to me, very nice, very lovely, complimentary, very great. Cause I'm fucking hilarious. And she, yes, you're supposed to talk yourself up. Who else, who else is going to do it? If I don't do it, you guys. She came up to me. She was very complimentary. And then she said, you know, you sounded just like a man. And I, uh, my smile dropped. Because how disappointing is that, you guys? How fucking disappointing is that, my humans, my lovers, my witches and warlocks? It's so disappointing that we're still so conditioned to believe that, like, women talk like this and men talk like that. And guess why I sound like a man to this lovely lady? She goes, you just were so confident and powerful. And you know, when you were talking about sex, you just seemed so okay with it. I'm a cry. You know, I'm a fucking cry right now. Are we kidding ourselves? We, 
It's 2022. Get rid of the metal snaps in the crotch and get rid of thinking that women aren't allowed to talk confidently without shame about sex, without being a victim. Can we get the fuck over that idea, please? For God's sakes. And I think to myself, I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This is the the most beautiful native fucking ground sacred grounds fucking matriarchs ladies were you know the ladies in the native ah, ladies rule ladies rule not these fucking dick swinging fools uh you know so i had so much faith that i would be here and i would be embraced by the women and the women going yeah it's about time that we hear some women talking about sex in a confident fucking way enough with the like i'm sorry i'm a bleeder like fuck you you know why i bleed because i give life you dicks yeah that's right i'm gonna yell at you today take it just take it a lot of you like being yelled at you little bastards uh did i tell you that i went to a new threader that's right i i gave my bitch a fucking moment to gather her shit because you know my regular threader she's not nice (laughs) she's fucking she's inappropriate and i'm inappropriate and for me to say someone else is inappropriate god damn you gotta be pulling some shit well this lady look this this lady you know, if you've been watching me or listening to me, you know my old, my first threader here. She wants to, oh, why you're not married? Why you're so alone? Bitch, it, wh- yeah, why? I'm a hot piece of ass. Like, wh- but why are you bringing this up with me? And your hair, it's very thick like a man. Okay, God, you're saying all the wrong things. So she was really distressing me every time. And I go there all the time. I need to. And so I tried a new, I went back to the mall. Oh my God, you guys, I went to the mall. Shut up. Yeah, I went to the mall, to the Coronado Mall. I don't know if you guys know where that is. I didn't. Uh, I drove past it four times. I was like, that's a mall? I don't even fucking know what that is. Anyway, oh my God, gang with a spoon and I went to a mall. And I, it's very dangerous for me to go to the mall because the mall has all the shit that I want, like all in one place. And I wasn't raised in an area where we had malls. We had like an old shitty ass mall. Did you ever see Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he goes to the magic shop, you know, and, and what's your name? What's the voice? That was our mall. That's some shitty ass mall right there. Okay. Um, then we had the new mall, the new mall, Shauna, shout out to Shauna, working at the new mall. Ew. Anyway, fucking mall. I went to the Coronado Mall, and this threader lady, mwah, mwah. Okay, first of all, we know it's still Corona, right? Like, we know there's still, I mean, if you believe, if you don't believe, whatever. People are still having to mask up and shit like that. Whatever you believe, fuck you. Believe what you want. I was kind of weirded out at my old threader because the bitch wasn't wearing a mask, and she t- keeps that thread in her in her teeth. Do you know how threaders work? They put it in their mouth. Put it in my mouth! They put it in their mouth, the thread. Oh, it's so unsanitary. And I'm like, put it in my mouth. You've had it in your mouth. Let's put it on my face. And just continue, you know. So I go to the mall lady. This bitch is masked. She's got it wrapped around her neck like a noose of some sort, but she's working it out. She's fucking threaded up. And I'm like, oh my God, this is great. She doesn't say one word about my, she doesn't insult my hair once. She doesn't, she says, oh, 
It's very nice. Thank you so much for coming here. It's so nice for me to meet you, new uh, person. And I'm like, good, look at you talking to me all appropriately and nicely. God bless you, lady. And she's like, okay, so anytime you want to come, I want to make sure I get all your hair and we make you feel really good and then you go out and have your day. And I was like, look at this bitch. What a positive fucking bitch. Okay, I love you. And then I went back to my old threader the other day. I don't know why. Maybe a little Jewish guilt. Maybe a little Jewish guilt. I was like, you know what? Let me go see Mary. It's not her name. My name is Mary. No, it's not your name. Your name is like, like, you know what I mean? Like when the ladies come from another place and they fucking, you know, the Korean ladies are like, my name's Susan. Like, it's not. And so Mary, uh, I go in and she's like, oh, I haven't seen you in like one week. I can't believe you. Where have you been? I can't. And I didn't tell her. I fucking cheated on her. So I was just like, ah, oh, good to see you. And she and she starts, she, no mask, thread in mouth. And she starts doing the, my threading. And she goes, oh, I had horrible diarrhea all day. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Please, no, no. First of all, you have diarrhea all day, and now you have a threat. My the thread is in your mouth. The thread is on my face. The thread is in your hands. Your hands. The diarrhea. Ah! So it's inappropriate. Inappropriate is what I'm saying. I can't go back to her. I can't. Don't let the guilt run your life. Do you understand me? If you feel weird and guilty about some shit, but it always makes you feel bad when you go and do it, stop it. Stop. I'm here to tell you it's okay to stop that shit. You have to fucking cut that shit out. I continually, I, I had to tell the pirate, I can't talk to you anymore. Don't even call anymore because you know why? Fucking confuse the shit out of me. I'm like, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Are you going to die in the fucking van of fentanyl fucking overdose? Am I going to be responsible for a funeral cost? Like, I have so many. No, stop. I can't continue. I got to stop. I got to cut it off. Cut that shit off. Rip it like a bandage. Just get that shit out of here. Okay, great. Thanks. At least her pipes were clean. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know what that means, actually. <laughs> hey, I... <coughs> oh, my God, that made me laugh. I mean, cough when I pushed... Anyway, hi. I also played at a... Sh yes, I play an, an inordinate amount. I don't know what that word is, but I play a lot around the city. So please continue to follow me here and uh, come and see me live. I am so much fun live. Uh, I, I also played at another mariachi mota party. Shout out to those lovers, my little family out there. Uh, I played one of their parties and Big Dick D was there. Yeah! he was and you know it's unfortunate it had been awkward on new year's eve and like i said before you know could you give me a bigger hug you came on my chest come on so uh i saw him again but this time i didn't do any i tried to do a little bit new material because you know these i play these parties a lot and so i want to give them a little bit of new material like i give you guys new material every week spoiled bs and no, because they love you because they love you. And I write a whole bunch of shit down and I want to talk to you about it. OK, proof, Bosch, proof, Bosch. OK, so anyways, um, I, I saw Big Dick D and he and we didn't hug, which is probably better, probably better to just not hug. You know what I mean? Just like we could just be regular. Can we just be regular? Like if we fuck and I see you again, can we just be like regular? Like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. How's it going with you? Good. OK, bye. You know what I mean? Doesn't have to be all fucking weird and 
Uh, hey, w- w- what's up? Uh, 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 shut up! So you had your dick in my mouth. Let's be comfortable now. You know, we went through the weirdest part. Now it's cool. So anyway, he handed me some weed. Oh my God, he gave me weed. Then the girls he was with. Yes, he's with a couple girls all the time. He's with a couple girls. And I don't know what they're doing. I hope they're all coming. You know what I mean? Like, I hope they're all getting theirs. That's really my most hope for them. Uh, but they all gave me gifts. I got cookies. I got medicated covered green grapes, which I just read is really good. Oh, hi, Titty. Uh, which is a really great thing to do on full moon. Eat your green grapes on full moon. Yeah, switches. So that was really nice. I thought that was great. I got a little of that. I got some joints from other vendors. I got some wheat. It was a great night. It was it was a really, really nice, but I didn't have sex. We didn't have sex. <laughs> Because I think he was like, look, I gave you some shit. Go. You're you're fine. And then, uh, yes, he hit me up later on the day. Of course, with the slide into the DMs. Hey. Uh, th- but then I was like, hey. Hey. Why aren't you putting your dick in me? So, anyway. Who knows? Nobody knows why. Everybody feels weird. It's all still so weird. But that's okay, right? That's okay. As long as I can tell you all about it. <laughs> Clear my fucking platter. I clear my platter of weirdness here. Hey, are you a Patreon? You could be a Patreon of Get Wood and you could help this lady continue on her life in Albuquerque. Just goddamn enjoying it. It starts at $3 a month. $3 a month? That's less than your coffee that you go buy, you fucking pumpkin spice latte. Just subscribe to the Patreon. Give me your money, honey. I also have a very, very exciting uh, thing to tell you. I have a show coming up on the 4th of uh, February. I have a show on the, uh, uh, I'm going to Tucson. Like, I have a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot going on here with this lady. So please keep in touch. Follow all the things. Uh, If you're feeling sassy and 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 you want to pay a girl some money you can go join the patreon you can go to my venmo i put it all on the thing i i do i put it all on the thing but it's very hard to ask so i but guess what it's a free fucking show and you fuckers laughed a bunch of times because i saw your little laughy emojis because you yeah because this shit's funny uh keep it tight i'm out funny lady okay baby yeah i'll keep it tight it is tight actually because you know when you don't have sex for 13 months and then a young man with a giant comes in there and he's like whoa and i was like i know i look like it would be a little bit looser (laughs) one of my good problems it's a is it a problem it's not a problem it's a delightful thing all right i will leave you with this last thing this last little story that i have to tell you is about the it's about me and it's about the idea of being a creator who also has a great pair of tits okay it's a hard thing to to do uh sometimes because i don't have an only fans and a lot of people hit me up a lot of the time but this is yes i'm bragging bitch this is a humble brag people want to see these uh nipples out they want to see some hmm, they want to see a little bush and it's uh I, i i I don't, I don't want to do it. Yes, it's a curse, Maya. Thank you. It's a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. The hilarity that is in this brain of mine and then the, 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 just the sexiness of these tatas. Okay. So it's a curse because I 
publish, as you know, here you are, this show every week consistently. Oh, it's half an hour to 45 minutes every week. You can listen online. You can watch it on here. You can watch it on YouTube. It's so fun and it's funny and it's informative and it's smart and sometimes it's a little touching. But then it doesn't really get a lot of action. It doesn't really get a lot of hits over on Facebook because it's not divisive. You know what I'm saying? This show is about bringing us together, not separating us. So Facebook is very much about separating us, right? And making it like, this is what we like, this is what we don't like. So apparently Facebook loves cleavage because I did put up a picture. Now, <clears throat> this is where we. I must tell you that this is the part that really gets me. Because as you see, hey JJ, as you see, I have my cleavage out. Every week I have a little cleavage for you here. Come for the cleavage, stay for the stories. That's what I say. Get them on the bus and then take them for a ride. So it's all planned out. Of course it is. But here's the thing that freaked me the fuck out. I posted a picture of my cleavage, but with my head cut off. Do you understand? No face. I don't want to see your fucking face, dumbass. So, <laughs> so it was really more like this. What? And that, my friend, is what everyone wants. They want a naked from the neck down and the waist up. It's just a shot of cleavage. No face. No face. You get no, I don't want to fucking look at her stupid face. Okay, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I think the inner, inner monologues of these men are. And then I get, oh, I don't know, over 600 likes and comments. I didn't even get that many likes when my mom died. And you would think, you know, there's death in the family. Maybe they're going to give me a like or a comment. No. No, just titties with your head cut off. We don't want to see your stupid face. We just want to see your titties. I'm going to imagine my dick in between those titties. And then I'm going to fucking say, hey, 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 to your stupid thing. <laughs> ah, exactly. Josie, we're all confused. And I say this goes right back. This is circle right back to the whole reason I'm fucking here. And that is because we are going to change the narrative. Do you understand? We have to raise our little girls to tell a little boy if he whips his dick out on the playground and she doesn't want to look at it, she can say, hey, put your dick away, fool. And then she walks away. It's called confidence. It's called standing up for yourself. You know how many dicks I've seen in real life, IRL, and I have told them, uh-uh, no. I even told a dude recently, he said to me, hey, you want to make out? I said, no, absolutely not. He said, oh, okay. That's how fucking easy it is. Uh-huh. All right, I got to go. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to say I put out such awesome content. Motherfuckers, share the show. Comment on the show. Not just the titty. It's just so simple, goddamn-minded. It's so small. Do you understand how small your dicks all look right now? That's all. That's all. I'm just saying. That's all. Just be a little more, just be smarter.
you know what would be really attractive to women is if you liked us for what the fuck we said instead of what the fuck we looked like. You know, I don't know. That's all. Because guess what? You want to be with us and you want to be with us maybe for a long time and we grow together, we age together. It's going to be different. We're going to need to talk, you know? So don't get it twisted. Get your shit out of the shame barrel and open yourself up to other things besides tits and ass. You want to hear Ellen? That was my mom. Oh, God, Jesse, tits and ass. They rule the fucking whole world. And it's true. The hippies were right. Do you want to let the hippies continue to be right? Do you want to change some shit? I'd like to change some shit. All right. I'll see you on the other side. I got to go. God damn it, I love you. Did you see how crazy I got? <laughs> I love you so much. I kind of can't even get over it really uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and get on my day i get a i get a haircut today i'm so excited thank you josie thank you maya thank you to everybody always for showing up for me for coming through shawana all my baby girls and baby boys and all my thems and theys and la la lays i fucking love you so much all y'all just enjoy your week Write some shit down if it makes you happy. Write some shit down that might be making you sad. Get it out. Get it out of your system and your body. Okay, I love you so much for listening. Remember, don't suck a dick you don't like. Don't lick a pussy you don't like. Stand up for yourself. It's okay. It's okay. I give you. It's okay. I love you. Why do I got to get so close? Okay. Bye, everybody. I'll see you next Tuesday. Ah, I love you. Yes, I want to end now. I end now. Bye.